Hello, right, this is Mary Gostelow and I'm going to talk about design. What I am seeing, design in the next few years. I actually thought of doing it just based around New York. First I talked to financier, developer and uh, general creative person, Michael Bueno. He has two companies, Mulberry Development and New York Renaissance Group. He also has a big vineyard in Mendoza, and yes, he's Argentinian. He has completed infrastructure improvements, for instance, for the plaza in New York, and he's done similar things also in New York for the Ace Hotel, Freehand, and Nomad. He feels that hotels in general are way behind the airline world. Why on earth do we still have check-in desks? Hotels are stuck in tradition. What he would like to see is use of materials throughout that are considered not only for their aesthetics but their durability and functionality. He would love to work with self-cleaning materials and I am trying to find some. Ten years ago he says, it was trendy to be LED certified, but now that is taken for granted. He is all now into recyclables, say rubber floors, which I actually saw at the, outside the Opera House in Manau in Brazil's Amazonia, and that was because in the middle of the 19th century there was no air conditioning, and while they had an opera indoors, uh, they had to have all the windows of the opera house um, open for fresh air. And by having rubber, of which there was plenty, of course, up the Amazon, by having rubber used for the pavements outside, the horses and carriages could go by without upsetting Don Giovanni inside. Anyway, um, things like recyclables are actually not only not more expensive, but in many cases they save money. Um, and we do have to remember, of course, that there may yet, ghastly though it is even to think about it, there may yet be other pandemics coming up. Next, in my quest to look at what design's going to be through some names that are very big, especially in New York, I talked to Forth Bagley, a principal of the big architectural firm, Cohn Paterson Fox, KPF, whose work includes, for instance, the marvellous new Rosewood Hong Kong. The bigger the project, he says, the more quickly it is currently steaming ahead. In other words, the virus is not affecting really big projects. In general, it can be said that if you want a hotel from beginning of thinking about it through to opening the hotel, it's still going to take at least five years and probably a little bit more. There are, however, now extra safety measures to be built in and developers want advice on that sustainability that I've already mentioned and they want to know how to offset carbon usage and of course in times that some people 
are rightly saying are unusually tough, economics must be rethought through. Do we really need that? Hotels, he says, have always been more astute than other sectors when it comes to security. But um, social distancing doesn't really, really affect very much when it comes to the architectural side. Yes, people would like additional elevators because you can only get one or two people perhaps in an elevator, but they're very expensive to design, to install, because they take up valuable land and airspace, and to maintain. Think of all that air conditioning. Fourth Bagley certainly doesn't envisage a rush of extra service elevators and uh, unfortunately for the employees who have to take up, take used carts and fresh carts up and down back of house elevators, he does not see that there will be any more service elevators put say from ground floor up to kitchens. Developers, however, do have some extra challenges today. Take uh, restaurants. Until February this year, actually, people loved going to restaurants that, were as, that they felt were as crowded and popular as possible. But now they want emptiness and space, which are expensive. And putting in a big restaurant that only has a small number of seats in it doesn't bring the same return on investment. Consumers today also want wellness that is no longer offering a confining fitness center so you're breathing the same air as that incredibly fit guy two feet away from you. And people do not want to have to squeeze past somebody else in a white toweling robe when they're going to a spa treatment room. They want, the consumers, they want much bigger facilities, again at extra cost to the uh, development. Oh, it all sounds a bit depressing, but despite everything, this is a good time to develop, says Forth Bagley, because you can get a good price at every level, everywhere, every time. Over the next few years, he does expect, on the architectural side, more efficient and pared-down exteriors with the same kind of Bauhaus element that interestingly occurred a hundred years ago, immediately following the 1918 Spanish flu. He thinks that instead of hotels being put into mixed use that comes along with shopping centres, offices, centers, um, what else can we say, cinemas, um, theaters, he thinks mixed use will be pared down. Perhaps a hotel or a resort with just one other element, say retail. Elsewhere and everywhere, the outside of a structure will be more merged with interiors and the interiors will have flexibility to allow some bedrooms, perhaps some floors, more easily to be cut off temporarily. Say if one entire floor is needed for 
a Middle Eastern potentate and his family. Everywhere, expect more windows to open. Do not necessarily expect more stairs, which are, of course, much healthier than uh, elevators. But like those elevators, they're expensive because they take up space. And once they're up, they need cleaning and they need air circulation. He does think that ballrooms and restaurants, which have moved up and down from upper level 30 years ago down to the ground floor and then up again to give beautiful views. He thinks that designs in the next few years will bring ballrooms and restaurants back down to the ground floor for ease of communication, ease of logistics and overall saving money. And he thinks there will be less unnecessary stuff, say the Anthony Gormley sculpture of a gigantic man that is on the outside of the Beaumont Hotel in London. Uh, it is a massive sculpture and inside it's part of a suite. Very, very expensive to put in. Now, the interesting thing is that he says that all these evolutions were actually happening anyway, but um, because of the pandemic, the speed has been hastened. In my continuing talks with New York-based designers, I also spoke about interiors to my dear friend, another dear friend, Glenn Pushelberg, who works with George Yabu as Yabu Pushelberg. The pair are actually based both in New York and Toronto, and their marvelous hotels include the St. Regis in Bal Harbor and the absolutely superb Park Hyatt in New York. They, they've done so much. Glenn foresees on the interior design side a greater appreciation coming of nature coupled with exclusivity. He loves the Ryokan experiences in Japan. Simplicity, purity, which incidentally include only interacting with your own personal staff member rather than having the masses of employees who have necessarily been associated with luxury hotels and resorts. He thinks now luxury will be pared back dramatically. The Japanese Association could well include too taking your shoes off when you enter your room and your room will have a sense of calm to it. You'll look through your room to your own private garden. He thinks that with real estate costs dropping, um, it should be more possible to find an increasing number of private gardens. Your decor in the bedroom might be humble, natural materials with minimal colour, although sometimes, says Glenn Pushelberg, there will be a riot of hues as though he has to break away from all this natural empathy. Um, when he was asked to do 
the Park Lane Hotel on New York Central Park South. He was looking at the Instagram of uh, Wes Anderson, the uh, producer of Hotel Budapest, and that inspired him to a kaleidoscope of colour. He would definitely like to have more prominent stairs in public in public areas. Um, one thing that he wanted to mention is that he sees upper corridors that have um, bends in them, let's say uh, 90 degree angle bends. He sees discrete mirrors placed on the walls of those corridors so that you can easily see if there's somebody coming in the other direction and get out of the way. He would like to see club lounges which are sometimes put on upper floors, especially for the views, now brought down to the ground floor areas with small breakout sections so you can sit in a much smaller compact area. And perhaps having a separate adjacent area, possibly even glassed off for anyone not staying in the hotel to make the hotel guests feel a little bit more special um, and not part of the general herd, so to speak. And I asked him about restaurants. Well, he wants flexibility there too. And he would like to have many more mobile carts, carts serving food, carts serving drinks, which give a range of opportunities. You can switch from fine dining simply to serving croissants. Yeah, you've got to have a sense of fun. Overall, Den Puschelberg does think that it's important to maintain the gravitas of a brand, but we've got to have a sense of fun too. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. The first episode of the first season of the Mary Gostelow Girl Ahead podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled to say that next week I have a really exciting talk with Martin Zamora, the CEO of Kempinski Hotels, Resorts and Beautiful Palaces. So see you then and if you have any comments, please let me have them. Bye for now.